Hi everyone, Nicole Bowman here and welcome to Live the Light, a show about personal growth through spirituality. Um, I want to thank you guys wherever you are listening, whether it be Blog Talk Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube, or NicoleBowman.biz. I greatly appreciate you joining us the first of every month to listen on demand. So thank you so much uh, for your support, for your comments, your likes, your shares. Um, it all means a great deal. And also, um, for those who are brand new, if you're wanting to look at different ways that you can listen and when you can listen, I'm posting all of the links in the description for the different channels and the different platforms that you can listen to Live the Light on. So thank you guys again. Um, so this is a continuation um, of a show that we did previously about the Me Too movement, Harvey Weinstein, and our spiritual growth and evolution as men, as women, as children, as people of Earth right? And, and how we can grow and evolve. So this is going to be a shorter segment, but I wanted to create this and I was inspired to create this specifically for survivors of rape, sexual assault, incest, sexual harassment, or sexual violence. And I wanted to um, just give some tools on healing and really being able to move forward in your healing process because I think it's so important. I think it's incredibly essential, you know, that we heal and we grow, but we have to know how. Right, we have to know how. And um, as I've said before, and, and some of you who I've read for, or if you've listened to my radio shows or podcasts in the past, you know that I'm a survivor of rape and sexual assault. And um, I, I have definitely read for many women and men um, and people of all different walks of life who've experienced this violation and they've experienced this trauma as well. And through that process, I've looked at what helps people heal. I've looked at why some people heal and why others don't. And so I'm going to share some tips and tools and information with you that can help you on your healing process, or you may be able to share this with somebody who is going through this right now and help them heal. So the first thing, and this is incredibly important to know and understand, the very, very first thing is do not try to rush your healing process. Do not try to minimize or alleviate your pain right away. Do not try to rush to the healing or rush to become an advocate for other women or men or children. Don't rush to do any of that right away. You just have to sit in your feelings, sit in your emotions, sit in the space and let it flow through you. And I would say that's probably the scariest part, like just being, just allowing yourself to feel everything that you experience because of that violation. But the reason why is because when you allow yourself to feel your feelings, when you allow yourself to express your feelings, they flow through you and they don't get lodged up in the body. They don't get lodged up in the form of sickness or tenseness or things of that nature because you're giving voice to them, you're giving expression to them, and you're really letting them out. So the first thing that I would say is like, don't rush to try and heal. Don't, don't rush to try and do any of that. Understand that sometimes sitting in the pain is the first step to the healing, you know, and, and to kind of further illustrate that, I want to talk a little bit about my experience and what, and what happened to me, um, a little over, I want to say it was about nine years ago because it was right around the time that I started, uh, reading professionally, not soon after, um, I was raped by a person who I considered to be a friend at the time. And this was an individual who knew that I was a spiritual intuitive, I was medium, I was a psychic, I did readings for people. Um, and, and I firmly feel, and, and I firmly can come to sense and believe um, that they, obviously there, there was a sickness there mentally, emotionally, and so forth, but they were trying to change who I was. They knew I was doing spiritual work for people. They knew I was doing these things. 
And part of raping me was trying to get me to doubt my intuition, trying to get me to doubt God, trying to make me feel and believe that I was powerless. And luckily, what they were trying to do did not work, right? Because I, I just intuitively immediately sensed like, that's why this person did this to you beyond their sickness, beyond their predilocations. Part of it was to snuff out your light, to dismantle your spirit, to break you down and to get you to doubt, you know, to get you to doubt. But the other part that I at the time didn't realize or didn't reflect on is that I was trying to rush to the healing process. I was immediately kind of saying, you know what, I'm going to start a, a group for rape survivors and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And none of it was about just experiencing my own pain. None of it was just about experiencing the trauma and the terror and the fear of being violated, not even just by a complete stranger, but somebody who claimed to love me, claimed to care about me, claimed to respect me, you know, and I was trying to outrun that. So I was trying to outrun that by getting busy helping other people but not tackling my own pain, not sitting in my own pain and not looking at it. And that's something that I see a lot of survivors do and survivors do it in different ways. Sometimes survivors do it by becoming extremely promiscuous. So if somebody has raped you, sexually assaulted you, harassed you, molested you, you in a weird way try to take your power back by having sex indiscriminately with all sorts of people. And it's really an act of defiance where you're saying, I'm taking my body back and I'm doing what I want. But in actuality, what you're really doing is trying to self-soothe, you're trying to pacify, you're trying to minimize the pain and outrun the pain. And it, it, it never works. It never, ever works. You know, another thing I also see with survivors is eating disorders or over-exercising or just becoming really angry and embittered and critical of other people or even shutting down sexually completely where you become frigid and you can't enjoy sex anymore. These are all ways where you're trying to kind of put a band-aid on a bullet hole, so to speak, where you're trying to minimize that trauma, minimize that pain because you don't want to feel it. And the, the biggest thing I could say is that you have to let yourself feel it and you have to let yourself feel everything, all of the emotions and, and experience, all the thoughts and everything. Because as survivors, one of the thoughts that goes through a lot of our heads is, this is my fault. I did something wrong. What did I do to deserve this? I put myself in this situation. Almost every survivor I've ever talked to, I've ever listened to, who's ever talked to me has said some version of that, some way, somehow, some shape, some form. But when you pretend that that's not your thought, when you try to push that thought away, it just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. So what can better help you is to examine those thoughts and to say, okay, I know that this is what my mind is telling me, but this isn't true. It was not my fault, right? So what you're doing is you're acknowledging what you're thinking. You're acknowledging what you're feeling, but then you're also giving yourself permission to give way to a new emotion when you're ready versus saying, I don't think that, I don't feel that, I don't want this, I don't want that. Because when you come from that space, what ends up happening is that like you really shut yourself down emotionally. And then when that emotion does come up, it's a billow and it's a cloud of rage. You know, one of the things that I realized after my um, rape, after being raped, um, I didn't realize how deeply that rape had affected me. Um, yes, I knew it had affected me, but I didn't realize how deeply, and I didn't realize that I wasn't fully healed. Even like um, 
you know, a couple years after it happened, I would feel these wa waves of rage and pain and anger, you know, uh, and I was also not always making very good choices in terms of uh, partners. Like I was choosing partners who were abusive, right? And that was a direct result of the trauma that I experienced from this person raping me that I hadn't really confronted. So this is why I say the first thing is sit in your pain, feel your pain, explore it, write about it, sing about it, pray about it, yell about it, you know, you know, throw paint against the wall, whatever you need to do to express and get that out. Be honest with yourself about where you're at. 